Welcome to Let's Talk Social. My name is Rich Hake, and I'm going to be diving into all things social media marketing from tips and tricks that you guys can try to trends that you can implement on your page. We're here to help you navigate the ever-changing world us marketers go through. Join me as I discuss some of the impact that social media has had on our businesses to build better brand strategies to improve sales. Let's hop in. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us on our second episode for season three. Today, we're going to be going over what is called social proof. I've got a definition for you and a couple examples of it. This is going to be a pretty straightforward episode, but I think it should stoke a couple fires in your head on the topics related to um, social proof and the things that you can do in order to leverage it in order to help with sales inside of the business. As you know, we typically gravitate around caring about sales on this podcast, so that's what we're going to be talking about again today. Um, social proof is the idea that consumers will adapt their behavior according to what other people are doing. So it's basically, um, you know, I ran an ad in the past that uh, we used for quite a while, but it's the good kind of peer pressure in full effect is what we call it. So um, kind of simply said, you know, it's like if you see a lot of people doing it, then it influences you and that makes you want to do it. Or if you see a lot of your friends doing it, that's a little bit stronger, right? Because then you have a personal testimony, um, someone that you can go up and ask, you know, what did you experience with this service or product? And then that can also lend to social proof. That's why testimonies are so important for every type of business, because it's a friend or family or some sort of thing that's telling you, hey, this place is awesome or like reviews on the internet. So um, one of the first kinds of Social proof is an expert's stamp of approval, and that is basically when someone that is either a industry leader or someone that's accredited in some way around the product or service that you offer has basically given you their validation or their stamp of approval. So um, the expert's stamp of approval is the first kind. Obviously, that comes in many uh, different ways, and getting that can be a little challenging, but that would be, I'd say, one of the better ones. Um, there's a local place here in town who was on a, um, a cooking show like in California like years ago, and it still impacts her business positively to this day because you, she's that lady that was on that show. So she had the um, expert stamp of approval just by even being able to attend it um, and go there. So that's kind of an example of that. Celebrity endorsement is the second kind. So it's very similar. We're all very familiar with um, influencers in the uh, social media wild, if you will. Um, these are typically people that are unpaid endorsing if possible. But as you know, that's not always the case, even if they won't tell you a lot of the times the influencers or celebrities that are promoting a product, you're getting paid. There's even things like cameo where like people are literally paying them to just say things on script. So there's a lot of benefits that can come from celebrity endorsements or um, local influencers. Even as you guys know, you know, like I kind of just said, there's somebody going out there and, um, posting on your behalf, giving their validation to what you're doing. Very similar to the expert stamp of approval, obvious. Uh, number three, like I said, is the reviews. So user testimonials. So the I'll kind of read what this little tidbit said on this. And I kind of just like the way it's phrased. So it says there's a reason businesses create case studies about the successes their customers have had using their product. It's a vote of confidence in the product's value. So I go over this a lot with my uh, team on social media, whether it be um, in the web design department, graphic design, whatever it is, we always want to display products and services in a light that gives the shopping customer the perceived likelihood of achievement. 
Um, meaning if they see um, a girl in a dress on there and she looks really cute, if she if someone buys that dress, the and their objective is to look cute, them seeing someone else already doing it raises the perceived likelihood of achievement, raises the possibility of them thinking that if they do buy this, they're going to get what they're looking for out of it. So a user testimonial or reviews on the profile, like I said in the beginning, very strong way of doing that. Um, another really interesting one, which this is something I've been trying to work on in um, one of my businesses, but uh, is business credentials. So um, basically getting some sort of um, public award or certification or announcement to have and to be able to take and either like put it in, um, you know, for us, we're like bidding jobs and those kind of things. So to put it in our bid documents on our website, those good things. Now, if you're a local store, maybe you're the best in the in the uh, state you're in or the county you're in or the city you're in, whatever it is, pulling those things forward. Um, very similar expert stamp of approval, right? So that we can uh, post those and let people know before they, they don't even have to think. They can just look and see that you have some sort of credential. And um, I think this is something that's definitely underutilized in a lot of types of businesses. Number five, the fifth kind of social proof is earned media. So this is similar to um, getting like an award, but a little bit different. So this would be if the press for free just comes and grabs your um, product or service and brings it into the social or public light. So, um, you know, a lot of places will move into a shopping center and then like the local little like newspaper or whatever will put out an article. That's kind of an example of this. The earned media gives people kind of a peek into what you guys are doing. Um, also through other avenues like online publications, whether it be blogs or digital magazines, um, vloggers, any of those kind of avenues also kind of prove as earned media if they do it for free on your behalf. Now it kind of bleeds into um, the influencer celebrity endorsement world. If you kind of heard me talking about the vlogs there for a second. So um, again, we're talking about the same thing here, social proof, just in different ways so that you guys can take this and then try to find different creative ways to implement it to leverage sales. Number six, this one's very obvious, but we'll just throw it in here. Social media shares, just getting shares from your social media profile out into the world. This is one of the number one, still to this day, most effective things that you can possibly do that is 100% free is get more shares on a post and get people to advocate for you on their own personal profiles or stories. Still to this day, one of the most underrated pieces of uh, social proof that you can basically find, I, in my opinion, is the free ability to have people share your post to their story or on Facebook, like back to their page. I think those are huge. Number seven, wisdom of the crowds or basically um, FOMO. So um, when lots of people are buying or using something, I've had my wife, you know, come to me, I want this uh, hair, uh, I don't even know what this stuff is called, guys, give me a break. Uh, like a hair straightener or something that all the girls are using on TikTok and she has to have it because of that, right? That's what wisdom of the crowds is. If it, if it seems popularized due to um, whatever demographic or group that you kind of fit in, then you kind of want some of it. And it's that fear of missing out, FOMO. So that also um, serves as a sense, sense of social proof because they are still, they're advocating for the brand without really saying that they are. They're just popularizing it due to using it and showing it um, through social media. So kind of like I said, if it's just appearing in all places across social media, then it's going to seem popular, create the fear of missing out, and then people buy that was, um, I think, something the brand Chubbies did really, really well in the beginning. Um, short shorts for dudes, you know, around my age. 
um, even, I don't know, what was it five, 10 years ago when they were doing that stuff? It was, it was huge, like blowing up and it was all over Instagram and everywhere. And if you didn't have the colorful, bright shorts, then you felt like you were missing out. And this, for, for my friend group, right? This isn't going to apply to everyone. Um, but that's what I'm talking about. And all these little subgroups of, of all the different types of culture that we have, when you see stuff like that, that's what we're talking about. So um, another thing to kind of tag onto that that I think can be, because you can just ask yourself, how can I make that happen for my business? It seems a little difficult. If you can facilitate ways that people can share their products or that you can share them using their products. Um, so like, for instance, if they tag you in one of their posts, asking them if you can reuse that post for your own page and then posting it so that immediately shows all of your followers or anyone who sees that post, this person tried it and they loved it. So kind of a, another way to implement that. Um, and it's kind of like the same thing I said with like your friends, right? The if people are your friend and you start to see them all getting uh, Yeti coolers or something like that, then you're going to the next time you go. Cool, this is a weird example. The next time you go shopping, though, like they, you're going to have a little bit of like, should I get Yeti? You know, so that's what we're talking about here. Um, now, I've got a couple statistics in terms of how social proof works, how it kind of has impact and all of that stuff. This is from an article on HubSpot quoting my sources here. Um, 88% of consumers trust user reviews as much as personal recommendations. It's pretty crazy. 88%. So that's like more than three quarters of people. Um, or you could roughly say nine out of 10. I also had a episode of uh, a few weeks ago, I believe. Um, and it was on the Instagram. Uh, it was, it was, uh, what percentage of people will admit that when they see a brand on Instagram, it actually affects their purchasing decision. And it was over 75%. So this is very in line with that 88% of people trust other people's personal recommendations. Amazon does a fantastic job of doing this. As you know, their whole page is cluttered with reviews. Those reviews do tons of things to you psychologically, because you're going to know immediately if you see 15,000 reviews on something in five stars, you don't even really need to read through it. You're probably going to get what you're looking for if you're on the right product. So um, again, even reviews are a form of social proof, posting your reviews on your page, uh, bringing those forward as a uh, piece on your homepage of your website. All of these are smart things to do in order to encourage um, uh, positivity and strength and confidence in the person's purchase decision when they are shopping online. Um, another statistic I thought was pretty cool is 57% uh, of consumers will only buy or use a business service if it has at least a four-star rating. So that's over half of people won't even shop uh, for an online product or service if they see it has less than a four-star rating. So as you, um, if you're a business owner, I know you know the, the heart attack thing about if you get a bad review, it just like, it hits so hard because it sits there for a long time. So um if you're one of those people that leaves bad reviews, please don't unless you're unless they really, really messed up. If you're just angry, come on now. It's permanent. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the last thing I wanted to get at another statistic was for 50% of all consumers, their next step after reading a good review about a company is to go and visit their website. So about half of people, if they're on social media or a blog or they see a TV commercial, whatever it is, and they have a good review about them and they've been told in some way, some, some form of social proof, half of them are going to go and potentially shop online. Now that seems a little high in my opinion. If I had to guess, I would have said like 25%, but 
even at 25 to 50%, I think that makes it worth it. And as if you just ask yourself, even go through your own website right now, do you have good forms of social proof set up? And there's lots of check boxes you have to hit with websites like call to actions and things present on the loading screen, right? When you get there, the load speed, but do you have call to actions? Do you have social or do you have social proof? You know what I mean? Do you have a way to show people um, that you have been accredited and approved, whether it be from any of the ways I talked about, right? The expert stamp of approval, maybe a past post, a celebrity or a smaller influencer was able to post. You can keep that even hosted on your website or something. Um, testimonials and reviews from people, credentials or awards that you guys have gotten. Um, any of those things, are they on your site currently or are they ever called out on your social media? Those are good questions to ask because it's basically free money just sitting right there for you. So that is the entire episode. It's a little bit um, in the medium length of stuff. Like I said, it's pretty straightforward on this one. Um, I'm, the intention with this season is not to just give you factual stuff and statistics, but to actually kind of um, open up the door a little bit to more casual conversations. So this one wasn't 100% in line with that. But like I said, last episode, we do have some pretty good guests coming. If you guys know of anyone that you would like to see on the podcast, or if you would want to be on the podcast, um, definitely shoot us a, a Instagram message, a YouTube comment email us, any, any of that kind of stuff, reach out and we can see if we can get something in the books. So really want to provide good and entertaining content for everyone that listens. So that is our intention moving forward. We love you guys. We roll in the outro. Thank you all so much for listening. Again, my name is Rich Hake with Alpha. If you have any questions about today's topic or if you want me to talk more in depth about a different topic, let me know in the comments down here below or wherever you're watching this. You can DM us on Instagram at Let's Talk Social Pod or you can send me an email directly at Let's Talk Social Podcast at gmail.com. We'll have another episode coming soon for you guys. Have a social day.